I want to start out with um, kind of an update or something I've learned that really would have helped with last week's uh, or last episode with lumpia. Um, so with the lumpia, we took our, our meat and we browned it and then we, we added things to it. Um, so I, I actually just recently took a class, uh, just a one day thing, you know, learn uh, a couple different recipes and we did pot stickers and, uh, it was chicken. And so we started and actually we had the, the ground chicken in a bowl and we started mixing it up, um, without adding anything. And you actually could feel and notice that it was clumping up. Like think almost like when you add water to flour, um, and then we started adding ingredients. Uh, and, and finally, with that, we added it was, I don't know, like soy sauce, you know, whatever, whatever it was, it was a, you know, a medley of different things. Um, and I was told to, that you actually do that and it actually helps it hold it together when you add liquid. So uh, if you did a burger, something like that to actually do the same thing if, if you're going to add liquid to it um, and it helps it stay together my mind was blown. I never heard of that. Um, I mean, the lumpia was fine. You know, we didn't have issues of it, uh, like falling apart, but I, I think it would have made it a, a little more solid. Um, I'm Matt, uh, and on behalf of Jamie, we are shade tree chefs. Um, unfortunately, um, some stuff came up and Jamie is unable to join this week. So I apologize. You are stuck with just me this week. Um, we had some plans uh, that kind of fell through. Uh, luckily, um, I did have a cook. Well, I guess I'll just get into the story. Uh, recently, it was my wife's birthday, and uh, we were having a, a small get-together, you know, uh, friends, uh, some family members, uh, not, not many people, just, just close people. And I said, well, what do you want? Um, you know, what do you want me to make? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then finally she decided that she wanted uh, Mexican. Uh, more specifically, al pastor. Uh, now, that's actually really a joke. Uh, she didn't know what she wanted, and I had been eyeballing uh, doing al pastor for quite a while, and that's what we ended up doing. I know she doesn't listen to this uh, podcast, but when I, when I go and I, I put it all together, uh, she, she will hear it, and she will laugh or yell at me to bring it up again. So uh, for those of you who do, who do not know what al pastor is, um, at least the recipe I used, it, it takes uh, pork shoulder and you slice it, not uh, terribly thin, I'll say quarter inch slices, uh, you marinate it and then you put it, um, like I don't even know the name of the plate, probably for a pastor or like if you do gyro meat, uh, so it's a plate, uh, this one is just a tack welded uh, you know, nut, and then it came with three different size, like skewers, essentially, that hold the meat in place. So you cut the meat, and I used a, uh, I have a food processor, uh, not a food processor, a slicer, meat slicer. So I, I went to the store, bought it, ended up being about a seven pound um, pork shoulder, bone in, um, which I lost some. I didn't use some of the meat just simply because uh, trying to keep uniform shape pieces and size pieces. So um, I put it in the freezer for like an hour just to kind of get it to uh, to to be solid, right? Not frozen, but solid. If if you ever used a meat slicer, even cutting meat at home that's raw, when you start slicing it, it can it'll move around on you. So. 
I get the quarter inch slices. I mean, there's some, some pieces that I didn't use, you know, I kind of trimmed a lot, you know, the big pieces of fat. I did keep some of the pieces that were, you know, I had some come out, uh, that was a lot of fat in it or mainly fat. And I said, you know what, that'll be fine because other, other parts of it are lean. So it actually called for, uh, a marinade. Uh, and I, I will say I did find this recipe on heygrillhay.com. So um, if anyone wanted to look it up uh, and give it a try. Uh, but so the marinade called for uh, a couple tablespoons of butter, uh, a quarter cup of white onion diced, four cloves of garlic, half cup of chicken stock, two dried ancho chili peppers. Now, I could not find those at the store. But I Googled it while at the store, and there was, and unfortunately, I, I didn't write it down. There was a, a pepper that's similar um, that's dried, and so I grabbed that. Um, two chipotle chili peppers in, a, in adobo sauce. Uh, one and a half tablespoons of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this, anchote paste, A-C-H-I-O-T-E, or a powder. Uh, a couple teaspoons of cumin called for two teaspoons of Mexican oregano, which I didn't, I just used regular oregano. Uh, one and a half tea, tablespoons of kosher salt, a tablespoon of sugar, and a third cup of white vinegar. So kind of get it going, get, uh, white, you know, get the butter in there, melt, cook the onions so they're translucent, the garlic, um, Add every, pretty much add everything else, add the peppers, and you kind of uh, let the, the, the dried peppers kind of rehydrate. And then um, for, for a few minutes, I, I don't remember, it was like five minutes, and then uh, let it cool down. And then I took, and you just make sure there was no stems, put it in a blender, and then blend it. And then uh, with the cup meat, you put it in a bag or whatnot, Ziploc bag. Uh, I, I used a vacuum seal bag. Um, and marinate it. You can marinate it from, you know, four hours overnight. Now, I could not find the, uh, like I said, I'm a butcher, get the anchote paste or powder. Uh, so I, I ordered some through Amazon, and it showed up um, just in the nick of time. Like, I had to do something. So I actually vacuum sealed it. So I put the, the cuts of meat in there, made sure I separated them all, dumped it in uh, into the bag, mix it around, made sure everything kind of was coated, right? The, actually, I did it in a, I'm sorry, I, I mixed it in a bowl first just to make sure everything was coated. And then I dumped it into a freezer or a, a wow, vacuum seal bag. Uh, and then I vacuum sealed it. Uh, I have heard that by doing that, you can get something to marinate much faster. Instead of having to go overnight, you can get, you know, decent results in, you know, a half an hour. Uh, and that's about what I gave it. Now, I have not tried it um, with that 24-hour marinade, so I don't know, you know, that flavor difference. But from what I could tell, the, you know, that, that flavor did penetrate the meat. So, all right, so we get the marinade going. Uh, now, now it's time to grill it, and it actually calls to be smoked. So I went a little bit hotter because at this point, the time, my time frame is... Um, a little closer to when I want to eat. So I'm, I'm kind of against the gun because it called for 275 for four hours or it, you're looking for like 165 degrees. 
So you're not, or 145 to 155. So you're not doing your typical pulled pork of bringing it up to, you know, 195 to 205 where it pulls apart. So I get the grill going. I said, well, we're going to, we're going to go a little hotter. We're going to go 300. Maybe we can cut that down a little bit. There again, like I said, people, I told them, you know, come on over at 1, 130. Figured eat like a half hour. It's like, all right, well, now we're, now people are going to be here and it's still going to be on the grill for an hour or so. Um, so I get it going. I try getting 300. I, throw, I do the um, snake method. Get that going. Uh, put some apple wood chunks throughout. Uh, well, more at the beginning. Put like three chunks. Uh, get the the smoker up to up to snuff. Then I, I put the meat. Or I put the meat. Uh, stabbed it onto the the plate. Right, the skewer that's mounted to it. And trying to get it as uniform as possible. Right. I want as many of the pieces or all the pieces, the edges to actually not be covered by, by other edges, if that makes sense. No overlapping, you know, as uniform as possible. So, I mean, I'm, I'm eyeballing it. Some of the pieces I'm kind of, you know, cause they, they were bigger. I didn't trim it down all that much to, you know, make sure I had perfectly square sizes or, or anything. We're just kind of slapping it together. Uh, and, and really for the most part, it, it did. Um, so I, then I tried, there, there really wasn't much of that marinade just sitting in the bag. Um, but what I did have, I tried kind of pouring out on top of the meat and then uh, threw it on the smoker. And then uh, as the recipe called for, it was to um, actually brush the juices over the meat every you know half an hour. Uh, so I did do that uh, every half hour I'd go and you could see the color change. Uh, now she had a video and hers looked a lot darker than mine uh, at the, the final product, but um, you kind of had crisp edges. So, you know, I cook it uh, for roughly four hours. I take my meat thermometer. How am I going to do that, right? It's all these little individual pieces. So I almost went by the side of the skewer, went straight down, tried getting like halfway or so, and read it, right? I think I was 165, called it good, pulled it off. Uh, brought it inside, let it rest just a little bit, and then essentially took. If you if you ever seen anyone cooking, well, pastor, right, cutting it, or uh, or even if you get a gyro, and how they kind of cut that meat. So I just I took a knife and just sliced down with it, and then the meat just kind of fell off. Um, I kept going with it, um, pretty much got all of it. But the one thing I did do is I saved all the all the juices from it. And um, kind of just transferred it to another bowl and, and poured those drippings into the bowl and then mixed it up. Um, for ease, I threw it in a little uh, crock pot. I have a little small one and put outside. And then it was, it was kind of a come and eat as you want because uh, I made some regular, you know, ground beef tacos, nothing worth mentioning. Um, and then I had that in a crock pot out in the garage and hungry, just go... Uh, just go make some tacos and have fun with it. Um, the the juice uh, it pretty much penetrated. You know, I mean, it, it the meat soaked it up. All that leftover juice we had. Uh, I didn't do much. I think I I used a little cilantro, uh, a little onion, on mine uh, when I made it, and it was uh, it was flavorful. There was a little kick to it, but not not too much. Oh, actually, I'm I'm. I'm totally forgetting uh, another major part of this, uh, pineapple. 
Now, I've had pastor from uh, Mexican restaurants. I've ordered it, and it's come with the— uh, we've actually ordered it bulk at, like, work. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the pineapple's mixed in with it, and you get a lot of sweetness from it. Um, so for this, it wasn't putting the pineapple on top of it, intermingled with it. I cut the pineapple up almost into spears, and then I grilled them probably, I'd say, about the last 20 minutes of my cook. And then I brought that inside, and I cut it into smaller chunks, and I left it off on the side, uh, which I was contemplating putting it in with the meat, but then I, I realized that uh, someone in attendance uh, does have some food allergies, and I was unsure if she could have it or not. So I didn't want to you know, ruin that risk of, of mixing it, and then she wouldn't be able to have any of it. Uh, I think that was the right choice, uh, simply because... Uh, you know, if it had been sitting there for a while, you'd go and, and, and put it on that 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 sweetness and, and all that from the pineapple, which, yes, I, I get would help tenderize that meat. Uh, but honestly, a bit nicely through. I, I don't I don't think it needed anything to help tenderize it. Um, that 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 pineapple juice, that sweetness would just kind of meld in with it and just kind of turn every bite into that uh, kind of sweet and spicy, which nothing wrong with. Um, but I didn't. I, I left it off on the side, so I, I, I took some pineapple, kind of sprinkled it on, and then ate it. Um, and why I like that was because not every bite, you know, had some of that pineapple. So it kind of, you kind of had a, a bite where, you know, the, the, the meat itself kind of was the star of it. A um, little bit of that spice and then, you know, the next bite had, had a little bit of that pineapple. And then you, you got that sweet with that spicy. Uh, I would make this again. I thought it was, um, I thought it was really good. Uh, I think it was a I, great recipe. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really notice uh, much of a smoky flavor. Um, and honestly, I didn't reheat this. So I don't know the next day. I, I would assume the next day, based on what I've done with pulled pork, or anything else you kind of smoke it, that the flavors kind of would disperse a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I, maybe it's just the spices. I did not really sense a smokiness to it, and I'm all right with that because I, I thought it was phenomenal. I, I put it right up there with uh, going to a, you know, a, a Mexican restaurant and eating, eating theirs. Now, yes, I, I did not eat them side by side, so I can't say that for sure. Um, but it, it, it was phenomenal. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I was going to say there. Uh, I had a thought and I lost it. See, this is normally where uh, Jamie is very helpful. He'll, he'll come in and, and say something. Yeah, but he's not here. So um, alongside with that, I made, um, I remember my mother, she made a few times and I kind of fell in love with it. It was, um, it's like a black bean salad so um now this is going purely on, on, on memory here so what i did is from what i remembered because i don't have a recipe for it was i i went and i bought a couple of cans of black beans and i rinsed them off put them in a bowl and then i cut up some onion uh, I, I believe originally now that i was thinking about it i, I want to say it was red but i had white so i cut up some some white onion and then uh, avocado. So I just, uh, I had a firmer avocado or a couple, and I just kind of dice it up into little cubes, 
mix it up and then for color and all that um i put a little uh, lemon juice lime juice sorry a little lime juice on it to help prevent the coloration discoloration uh and then i just season it with a little salt and uh, i i know it doesn't seem like much but uh get, get some chips some tortilla chips it's actually pretty decent and if anyone actually knows the real recipe and knows what i'm talking about uh if please reach out and email me because as far as i remember it's what she made where she got it i i have no clue but i just for some reason it's that one recipe sticks out to me um for some unknown reason uh it, and i like it so i don't i don't know about the others uh jamie did you like it oh silence so he must have loved it so yeah uh, i made some guacamole that's pretty easy a couple roma to roma tomatoes dice it up um three avocados some fresh cilantro salt pepper i i left it without spice mix it up honestly i, I don't remember the full recipe i i didn't think i was gonna talk about it um but always phenomenal some fresh guacamole uh, a little lime juice to help prevent the coloration discoloration i can't say that word today um but yeah, with that being said, I guess that's a little bit quicker than our normal episode, but I, uh, I really have nothing else. So thank you for joining us. Um, you can find us on any streaming platform. Obviously, if you're listening to us, you know where you can find us, right? Uh, we are also on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, the new one that Jamie mentioned last episode. I don't know. It's a new one. I, I don't remember the name. Never been on it. Uh, yeah, although I'm sure it's fabulous. Uh, we have our website, ShadeTreeChefs.com. Uh, YouTube channel, Shade Tree Chefs. Uh, and I've actually went through, uh, one option now was to release the episodes, the audio on YouTube. Uh, so I did do some of that. So if you do go and look, uh, like the Lumpia and, and some of the other videos we did are on there. Uh, you might have to just search because for some reason I decided that you couldn't listen to this podcast in enough places. So why not find yet another place where you can hear our voices? Probably should just left it to videos, which aren't all that many, but, um, you know, we're getting better, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, uh, YouTube, uh, there is a TikTok. You can look us up. There's like four or five videos there, a little bit shorter, a little more to the point. Uh, so, you know, still trying to get our legs on on kind of creating that that content. We're used to sitting and talking a lot, right, uh, with the podcast, sit down. We talk to everybody for half an hour, 45 minutes about what we did and how we got there. Where the video, it's like, all right, two minutes, what can you do? Show us how you did it. So um, still fun doing. Uh, the, the ones on YouTube are a little bit longer. I don't cut them down as much. Uh, you can always reach us at uh, through Messenger, right, through Instagram or Facebook. You can actually email us uh, straight through our website, ShadeTreeChefs.com. It will pop up to us. Or you can use your regular um, email and email us at ShadeTreeChefs at gmail.com. Well, with that said, thank you for joining me today. Uh, next time, Jamie will be back, and we will have glorious things to talk about because I know what we're going to do. I'm excited for it. A little hint, it may be jambalaya. Maybe something else. I don't know. Maybe it won't be any of it. 
But with that being said, I'm Matt. On behalf of Jamie, we are Shade Tree Chefs. We'll be right back.